The following program is brought to you by the Humble Farmer Bed and Breakfast in St. George, Maine. Thank you for listening. When I came out of the bathroom one morning, my wife Marsha, the almost perfect woman, said, You were in there talking about what you were going to do today. I think you're going crazy. Now, this was a surprise to me. I didn't realize that I talked out loud to myself. But as the day went on, I realized that when I was alone, I talked out loud to myself all the time. And listening to myself for the first time, I was also somewhat shocked to hear myself employing, well, lexical items that I never use with anyone but must have acquired 40 or so years ago while listening to the Nixon tapes. So, because I don't want people to think I'm crazy, I'm going to have to get a dog. People who talk to animals are considered normal. Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to hey. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music. Thank you. 
Humpty Dumpty, to Scott Hamilton, here on the Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. Here's another junk email that got my attention rather rapidly. If you are a social commentator, you should be grateful for this junk email because you will never run out of topics. Now, this one says, are you listening? This junk email says, your wife need your attention? Solve all your problems with it. (laughs) I don't know why it needs to advertise, do you? You and I have friends who no sooner left for work when it came in the back door.
not what I expected to play, but you can you can believe that I get things mixed up. I was all set to say that was Sonny Stitt. Of course, I pushed the wrong button. Mary Lou Williams. Does it matter you enjoyed it? 30 or so years ago, I used to get postcards from a young radio friend, and these cards were signed Co, C-O-E. A while back, Coe turned up on someone's Facebook page, so I wrote to ask him what he was up to now. And I do remember that 20, 30 years ago, he was in Ecuador. He used to send me postcards from Ecuador. And Coe writes, Thanks for the note, Humble. I joined the Foreign Service years ago now and was sent to Africa. I got back this past fall from a stint at the U.S. Embassy in Angola. (laughs) And now I'm in D.C. learning Arabic to head off to Iraq in May for a year doing consular work at the embassy in Baghdad. Then I'll be off to somewhere else. Hope you had a good holiday and thanks for staying in touch. Cole. Well, I was kind of distressed to hear what Cole had to say, weren't you? Think about this. What is happening to our country when American Consuls are expected to speak the language of the country to which they are assigned.
Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer here on your favorite radio station, where, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. <sighs> uh, I'm going to say something now that, that is uh, meant to be read. I'm going to say out loud. I'm going to articulate something that's made to be read. So there's going to be some little things in square boxes here, and you can imagine where those boxes are. I will try to indicate them by changing the tone of my voice. Are you ready? One of the disadvantages, grin, of communicating by email or Facebook or even talking on the radio, look of incredulity, when compared to face-to-face -face auditory communication, wrinkled brow, is the lack of, pained look on face, visual cues. This does not happen when the commentator is on television, smile, because most of the innuendos in what we say tongue-in-cheek, or fail to say, grin, is transmitted by our, our ocular prowess, look of pride, much of what we write is open to misinterpretation, nod and grin, especially by those who take each word at its face value, grin at pun. This will necessitate, raised eyebrows, the rise of a new literary genre in which facial expressions head moving from side to side, are incorporated into the corpus, grin. You can see, nod in, that by providing the reader, reader or radio friend, that's you, grin, with these visual cues, misinterpretation of the bare, wink, written word becomes negligible. Although you and I, grin, have yet to see manifestations of this very necessary pained expression, manner of expressing our desires, <laughs> you can be sure that it is forthcoming if it doesn't slip on a lion bun and come fifth. Guffaw at reference to old joke. Jeannie's light brown hair and found that she was bald. 
dream of Jeannie with them. She is so that I could almost I dream of Jeannie with them. Every time I look at her, I Every time I see her, I could almost Every time I see her, I Seventy years old, you of course realize that was Spike Jones and his <laughs> what are they called? <laughs> Fantastic musicianship in that Spike Jones band. You listen to a lot of Spike Jones, and you will hear some some. Oh, they must have been all classically trained expert jazz musicians, classically trained. Anyway, are you amazed at what some people know? And what some people assume is common knowledge, I am. Radio friend Rich mentioned Johnny Depp in an email, and I wrote back and asked him who Johnny Depp was. I know I could have Googled Johnny Depp. Everyone turns up on Google. You can even find me, the humble farmer, if you Google. Anyway, when Rich got my email asking him who Johnny Depp was, he wrote back, listen to this, this is what he wrote back. Come on, Humble, you haven't been on Mars all these past 15 years. Actually, it's the Tim Burton version of AIW starring Johnny Depp as the Mad Hatter. Well, I finally figured out what AIW means because he mentioned the Mad Hatter. But now I'm up against a stone wall with Tim Burton. Who the devil was he? And my question to you is, have you ever heard of... Johnny Depp or Tim Burton. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. And I want to ask you, why would I have ever heard of Tom, Johnny Depp or Tim Burton if they've never had an extramarital affair worthy of being exposed on the evening news?
all set to move on to the four chord there. Scott Hamilton, of course, I? Connie Kay on drums. Wasn't he Bing Crosby's drummer, Connie Kay? May I remind you that you are listening to the Humble Farmer right here on your favorite radio station. With any luck at all, you know I'm right here every week at this time. Playing old-fashioned music, and that last one was recorded 25 years ago. I'm playing old-fashioned music just for you, and I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com, and I'd love to hear from you. And I've been talking with you on the radio for over 35 years. Can you believe that? I started making my first radio program April 6 in 1978. And in all that time, I have learned one very important thing. Are you listening? In making radio programs for years and years, I have learned one very important thing. You want to be pretty careful of what you say on the radio. You never know when someone might be listening. Oh, up there. Yes. 
Remember? Yes. Remember? We found a lonely spot. Oh, we found a lonely spot. Yes. And after I had learned... Oh, you learned something? Yes, I learned to care a lot. Oh, you care for me? Yes. And you promised... You promised that you'd forget me not. Oh, I promised that to you. Yes. But you forgot something. What did I forget? You forgot to remember. Ukulele Ike. Ukulele Ike and Spike Jones. How are you gonna how are you gonna beat a pair like them? Please pay close attention because I'm gonna read you a letter from our good friend David Bright, who writes Dear Humble, this morning I listened to your talk about how the health benefits of old men looking at women's breasts was only a myth. In fact, I believe I can provide solid documentation that old men looking at women's breasts can sometimes be harmful. Several years ago, I attended my high school reunion. Having graduated in 1966, it's safe to say that many of us at the reunion didn't look the same as we did back in those heady days when we were growing up as children of the 60s. When we arrived, we were all given name tags, which not only had our names on them, but also a picture of each of us taken from our high school yearbook. So, as happens, so as happens at these things, I spent the rest of the night walking up to people, glancing down at their name tags, figuring out who they were, and then introducing them to my wife and engaging in brief conversations. At the end of the night, as we were leaving, my wife said to me, Why, every time we walked up to a woman, did you glance down at her chest? Oh, that's simple, I said. That was the only way I was able to recognize any of them. My wife hit me. Thank you. 
Scott Hamilton, of course, here on The Humble Farmer. Well, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time right here on your favorite station. Thank you for listening. The date on the article was February 10th, 1918. The article had to do with World War I draft dodges in Arizona. When the sheriff and his posse showed up at the ranch house, the draft dodgers shot the sheriff and the posse. You can see why the company commander really wanted those boys in his army.
that was exhausting. I was jumping right up and down, listening to Stit with my friend Zach Bean right here in the studio audience. How exciting to have a... Hi, Zach. Morning. Nice to have a visitor here in the studio today. When my friend Winky applied to join the police force, he was asked, Winky, what would you do if you had to arrest your wife? And Winky said, call for a backup. Thank <laughs> you. 